you know, a lot of times we stay in places and, that we're not happy until we're like, we're sick of being sad or we're sick of being angry, right? And then it's like that catalyst. It's like. Welcome to Finding Your Spark again. I am so glad you're with me here this week. You know, it is so important that we talk about how to find inner strength because inner strength is such an important part of what becomes our spark. So I'd love to introduce to you today, Catherine Mejias. She's a self-empowerment coach, author, and event creator who guides women to take aligned action toward living authentically, no matter their circumstances. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Oh, my pleasure. I am so glad you're here. I think it's really, really a great topic for us to talk about. And I'm excited to get to hear uh, about your personal journey and your and of course, your coaching journey as well. So um, maybe could you just uh, talk a little bit about uh, your your profession and how you got into it? Okay. Um, so I'm the creator and founder of Born For More. It's a platform to inspire women to take action on their inner vision, build confidence, and create more self-love so they have that inner strength to go after whatever it is that ignites their soul. So I do a lot of energy work. I do. Uh, I work with women one-on-one. Um, and yeah, it's really a, a community of uh, amazing women that I bring together and that inspire each other. I love that you're um, talking about the energy of it because there's so much in that, right? I mean, we kind of blow by it and we go like, oh yeah, I'm an energy worker, but it's so massive. And I think it's really easy for uh, people who are living their lives, who are not studying all of this, to kind of have this sense like, okay, well, my words, my actions, I get that, those impact things, maybe even my feelings, if they're quite enlightened, right, have some impact. But when we get to this concept of energy, we're really in a different realm entirely, aren't we? We really are. And uh, in the past, it used to be very woo-woo. Um, and I find that as the years are going by, it's becoming more, we're grounding this information more, we're, we're utilizing it more in our everyday, and it's becoming more uh, common to talk about it, right? And it doesn't have to be woo-woo. Uh, I I know that uh, a lot of your viewers must know about energy, but for those who who are new to it, uh, we create our reality based on our vibration, right? So if we're constantly in a joyful energy, then we're going to attract more joyful experiences. And how we get to that joyful feeling within us is by uh, by creating it, right? By not allowing us to dip our energy into those lower vibrational thoughts. And how we do that is by creating a solid relationship with ourselves. So that's the first step. I love that. So this is really not basic. Sounds basic, but it's not basic to say the words, a solid relationship with yourself, right? Because that is massive. People spend a lifetime trying to figure that out, right? And so there, I know there are a lot of ways that we can uh, 
increase the speed with which we get to know ourselves and we get to be in relationship with ourselves. And those, those tools that we use, those insights that we use, they really uh, can go quite deep into this concept of inner strength. They do. And it's, you know, at first, when you're trying to build that relationship with yourself, um, it can be very uncomfortable because someone who is uh, always needing to be with people, right, who's not used to being on their own, and then they're like, okay, I'm going to build a solid relationship with myself. What do I do? Um, so one tip that I could give uh, is what I do multiple times a day is have a conversation with myself, right? I talk to myself all the time. Um, you know, what do I feel like doing or, or what do I need in this moment? Um, and you know, it can be very basic. It can be very, very basic. What do I want to eat? Right? What do I need to do in this moment? And just those small little steps will build uh, trust, because a lot of people, they don't trust themselves. And to have a solid uh, relationship with yourself and to have access to your intuition, you need to trust yourself. And so it's actually uh, starting by small steps. And then you you build on that. Yeah, I love this uh, point that you bring up about talking to yourself. And I think it's, uh, of course, I am, I'm someone who talks to myself. Now, I think everybody does, but apparently that's not true. <laughs> I know, me too. I thought everyone does, but no, it, it's not. It's our thing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But, uh, you know, so much incredible work can be done in that little space that you create by making yourself into uh, two right? The one who is having this experience and the one who is larger than that. And when you can speak as the one who is larger than that, then that changes everything. I mean, uh, you know, it really does kind of remind me of the story that you were telling me earlier about uh, discovering like, what does it look like to have toxic people in your life and to have, right. And to have no, no sense of that larger one as a as a real character in your life right as a real like this is the one that's having the experience so I'd love to hear more about that well I I think it's really about seeing that the way I un I understand everything is that we're multi-dimensional right we're not only what we see in the mirror we're so much more than that and a lot of people they just forget they think that what's around them is is that's it that's what we are we we're here we go to work we make dinner we come back and that's it um and so i would invite individuals to explore all the 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 thoughts that come into the mind right so uh i have multiple thoughts sometimes that come into my mind and i'm like oh where is that coming from? Is that mine? Is that not mine? And it's a great way to catch yourself and coach yourself uh, when those limiting beliefs come, right? So let's say, you know, you're trying to do something and then there's this thought that's like, oh, I'm not good enough. And it's like catching it in that instance, right? So that's why I say build a strong relationship with yourself and then you'll be able, you'll be more in tune to hear those voices in your head, so to speak. And then you'll be able to say, hey, 
I hear you. I disagree with that completely. And then rewrite your story. And through doing that, it really builds that inner strength because you're able to coach yourself and catch those limiting beliefs instead of just living on autopilot and having those thoughts control uh, control your movements, control your day. And so that's why I, I'm a strong believer, well, believer, experiencer, I don't know how to call it, but um, in the multidimensional selves, right? And understanding that it's not only what we see, it's it's so much grander than that. You know, I love that you bring up this um, automatic that we do, right? The automatic that we do. And it really is raising the subconscious into the conscious when we become aware of things, right? Because that subconscious programming, it got built in early on and often doesn't serve us as adults or as this year compared to last year even, right? Um, and so that programming, I mean, when you work with people and you're doing particularly, I would think, energy work, uh, some of that programming comes into play in a way. Can you tell us about that? Well, sometimes, well, a lot of times, right? So that we're on autopilot and that is because we have patterns within us that dictate our way of being, but they're not actually who we are. They're just from our experiences, from our traumas, uh, in our DNA, right? So we don't only have the color of our hair from our parents and grandparents. We have our DNA, it's built in. Um, and it's not always let's say, accurate the way our grandmother responded to something, right? So, but yet we are responding in the same way. So through understanding, again, the self and catching those limiting beliefs, then we get to change our patterns, which dictate our reality, and then we change our reality. But everything starts within, right? And it's not only a mindset thing, it's more of the embodiment of what you want to create. So it's not like, okay, I'm going to start working out today and lose 20 pounds. That, that's not it. It's like you have to embody it because if not, it's just going to revert back to the pattern. So it's deeper than a mindset. It's changing the vibrational frequency that you resonate at in order to shift whatever it is that you're trying to create. And so I really help women tap into themselves and change themselves in a cellular level. And the first step is that of that is by the relationship to the self, right? So we can only do so much as guides and teachers and whatever, whatever it is that we are, we can show them how to do it, but they have to do it themselves. And, you know, if we do it on the energetic level, they have to do it in the physical. So it takes, it's not like, I'm doing all the work. I'm just showing women what I've done, helping them tap into their own inner strength so that they know how to do it. And what happens in a session with me is that I bring them up their frequency to a certain level, and then they know uh, kind of like muscle memory, okay, I want to sustain that, ener that energetic frequency. Now, I go back down, what do I have to release? What do I have to change in my life inside of me in order to sustain that higher frequency? So I'm not sure I, I kind of went off on a tangent there, but that's why it came through. <laughs>
I think it's wonderful that you're talking about that. And I think um, one of the things that you're kind of alluding to is about our environment, right? Because this is, I think, a lot of times people really struggle with this is that they get around someone like you or me and they go like, woo, I got this. I got it. I'm good. I'm going back to my life. And then they get, you know, 10 seconds or 10 days into their lives and they go like, oh, huh, what happened? <laughs> How come I'm not that anymore? And so environment plays into that in such a significant way. It really does. And, you know, it's who you're hanging around with because we're all energy, right? So we take on the energy uh, that we're with, the people that we're with. If our house is dirty or messy, well, that's a reflection of ourselves. So another tip that I could give to your viewers is, okay, well, if you don't quite know what to do, start by cleaning the outside, your outside environment, right? Look at the outside environment see is your house clean it are your friends healthy are they helping you do you feel good when you go out with them when you hang around them or do you feel tired how are you feeling are you really doing something in your life like a hobby that really ignites your soul so and then bring it back inside how are you feeling inside when you make those outside changes and then vice versa so it's not working only on one side it's really working on the on both inner and outer. So uh, I know a little earlier in the green room, we were talking about, uh, you have some real personal experience with that in, in working in different industries and, you know, our environments when we're in certain types of, of spaces with certain types of people can really take a toll. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, I sure can. So I, I, I was, I went to Miss Canada uh, I was Miss Quebec. I went to Miss Canada. Um, you know, I had terrible self-esteem. I didn't, I didn't have any confidence at all. Um, and so I went on stage. I couldn't speak. I couldn't kind of, like I spoke, but I, I was very uncomfortable, right? And I always didn't quite understand why don't I have that self-confidence, right? So always comparing myself to other people, always wanting, um, you know, maybe what other people had or, or kind of going on the outside uh, instead more of the inside. And then what happened is that I started to look into that. Um, so I joined the, the airlines. I worked for the airlines for a very many, many years. And uh, during that time, I explored the inner self, right? So I did a lot of yoga. I took a, a Reiki certification, angel communication, shamanism, crystal therapy, you name it, in order to deep dive within my soul and try to understand myself better and build that inner strength. However, um, I was still having low self-esteem, which in uh, kind of I attracted toxic relationships, right? So... It was a whole learning process um, and it's actually a gift because today I get to help women who are in relationships that aren't the best um, and I know exactly how that feels. I know how it feels to have low self-esteem. I know how it feels to uh, lack confidence and, and be stuck in a career that did not ignite my soul even though I enjoy traveling. I really didn't enjoy being a, a flight attendant at that time. 
but I didn't understand or have the, the, the inner strength, I guess it's back to inner strength to go and pursue something completely different because I just, I didn't have confidence in myself. Right. So then through the years, I, I kind of built that up, understood myself better, um, realized I had low self-esteem and saw what that did, right? Saw that I was attracting toxic relationships. So I kind of, now I'm in a very different place in my life uh, where I get to use all those experiences in order to help women feel better and inspire them to feel beautiful from the inside out and take actions on whatever it is that they desire to create, whether it's monetize their passion or just, you know, live a life that that they're excited about. Um, I wake up, Donna Lynn, I'm not kidding you, I get so excited for the day. I'm like, oh my God, I'm alive. I get to do things that I love. I'm surrounded by people that, that are aligned to where I am. I keep on meeting people uh, that just, you know, it's synchronicity that, that, that they're in the same vibe as I am. Um, and I find that so fascinating. But I wouldn't have been here if I didn't understand, like if I didn't have all those other experiences, um, I wouldn't know, I guess what, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I know where I came from. It was quite a long journey to get where I am, but I'm so thankful that I'm here today and I get to inspire women to, to come along and live life. Yeah, I, I, I'm always um, really grateful when someone who's walked through something difficult and long goes into the world and says, hey, I'll show you the way. I not only know where all the pitfalls on that trail are, but I saw another trail that goes the short way <laughs> and I've got that one too, you know? And I think that's a real value in the world to be able to, um, to, to point the way and to keep people on a trail of going in a direction of, of for, for your clients of some inner confidence, but also uh, for inner strength, right? That, that, that piece of it where we, we have the resilience that we're looking for. Now, earlier you talked about, you talked about talking to yourself and uh, I, re what resonates for me in this part of the conversation about that is about words, right? It's about how we use our words with ourselves. So I'd love to just kind of explore that topic in regards to how we build our inner strength. We are so often, we have these um, ideas that are like, oh, I'm no good at that. I have clients who, when they come to me, they'll say things like, uh, oh, you know, you know, I'm like this. Oh, you know, and they there's a very strong identity in the lack of inner strength. And that ability to use our words, to change our words, to be present with ourselves, to sort of talk to ourselves. I'd love to just explore that a little bit with you. Sure. Well, in my uh, journey, uh, of course, it's not always easy, uh, but I, I like to disagree with those thoughts. I'm like, I don't agree. Like, I just say, I, I don't agree. Uh, even if I, I feel the feeling, right, of fear or 
you know, whatever limiting belief is most common these days is I'm not good enough or whatever it is. I'm like, I don't agree. I, I don't agree. And I, I say it out loud. Um, and then we all have the power to grow our emotions. And it's, it is challenging when you're in a low state, you're sad, like, oh, how can I, you know, grow a happy emotion? Um, but it's all about focus, right? And it's okay to be in that, you know, sad or angry. And, and it's, there's nothing wrong with any of it. But we also hold the power to change it if we desire to. We, you know, a lot of times we stay in places that we're not happy until we're like, we're sick of being sad or we're sick of being angry, right? And then it's like that catalyst. It's like, okay, I got to do something. Um, But it can happen a lot sooner if we choose to. And it's not about suppressing, but it's more about alchemizing that feeling into what we want to. Uh, because emotions are only there to uh, let us know what's going on, but also to allow us to create. Emotions create our reality. So if we want to create something different, then if we tap into that emotion and grow it, like if I tap into happiness right now, I can grow it really and get so excited like I'm, you know, a child. Um, but I can also do the opposite. So it's all about focus, what you choose to focus on. And then disagreeing with those limiting beliefs that come up for you. I love that phrase that you used, grow a happy emotion. And, um, you know, there's so much in the amplification of what we do want, right? So a lot of times we walk through our lives and we're like, I I have 90% of my day is good this went wrong. I got to figure out how to fix it. I should talk to that person. That's really uncomfortable. I don't want to talk to that person. I wish it would go differently. You know, it always goes the same way all the time, right? And we do this thing where we're now we're focused in on the 20 minutes of the day that, that weren't going in the way that we want. And we believe societally that that's how you fix things, right? You diagnose a problem and then you go in there and you extract the problem and you stuff it with something else, right? And um, and this thing that you're talking about in terms of growing a happy emotion, it's so, so pivotal, right? To say, okay, that happened. I'm sure an answer is going to come to me on that. What about those other 23 hours and 40 minutes is worth focusing on in order to amplify that good feeling. And uh, that's such an important piece of that inner strength, right? Because the strength is in the joy. It really is. And I use joy as my inner compass. What brings me joy? How can I create more joy so that I could attract more joy? right? So if you are joy, then you're going to attract more situations that create that energy. So in order to sustain that amazing life, you got to be in that higher vibration and you got to stay there. So focus on it and then attract more of it. It sounds so simple. And, you know, it's like, um, it's like going to the gym. It's like, you know, you're, you're in grade one, you want to go to grade two to grade three. They're just different steps to uh, to building your your muscles or building your knowledge and then once you get it it becomes a way of life it just becomes easy 
But maybe like for myself, I'm speaking about and many of my clients, it is a, quite a process to kind of wrap your mind up around it. But I always tell people it's not about the mind because it's not logical, right? The mind doesn't really understand any of it. It's like drop in your heart, you know, put it in your mind and then drop that information in your heart and then live from your heart space. Lovely. Um, there's a real momentum to to the way we've been living and the way we've been talking to ourselves and the way that we've been, you know, going through the world, right? We manifested that. It's not popular to talk about, right? Because when something bad happens and I have to say, I did that, like, it is not fun. And people do not want to take full on responsibility quite often. But when we take full on responsibility for the experience of it, right? Of course, I don't have responsibility for other people's actions. And, you know, there's, there's, there are limits to what we're talking about. But, but when we're fully responsible for ourselves, that changes everything. And then that momentum that got us where we didn't want to go takes time, doesn't it? To, to go in this other way. It does. But also you can use all those things that quote unquote didn't go right to your advantage, right? Because when something, when you have that awareness and you have that responsibility uh, for your life and yourself and your actions and your energy, then you can use all those things. Okay, that didn't go right. What is it inside of me that allowed that to happen, right? So what is it inside of me that kind of has that, uh, that needs healing or that doesn't understand something, right? How can you use every situation in order to propel yourself forward instead of drag you down? Uh, and that's the difference between how someone overcomes a trauma, a major trauma or a major challenge is that they use the trauma or the challenge as an opportunity to propel themselves forward instead of the other way around. Uh, one of the questions I was going to ask you, I think you just answered. That's, that's why I was thinking about it for a minute. I was like, hang on, I'm not going to ask that. Um, and, and basically that question is, in case there's something more you want to say about it, um, that question is, when we think about this from a day-to-day -day living standpoint, there are some nuanced changes that we've, we've been talking about here today. But when we think about it in terms of walking through something very dark, my listeners already know that uh, there was a period in my life where everything fell away from me, right? And, uh, and it could have been a very, very dark period for me. And when, and in a, in a way, it was certainly a very unstable and unknown period for me, right? And when we walk through things that are dark or unknown or scary or worrisome that are big, um, are there tools that we should be using during that period to find that inner strength that are, that are different than the ones that we've been talking about today? Well, I, I think, again, it's, it's using those situations and experiences in order to understand the deeper parts of ourselves, right? And it brings on to attachment. And of course, if you have, you know, if you lose a child or a person or, or something, um, you have that, that attachment to that person. But it's like, it's not about disconnecting or forgetting but it's about understanding that there's like a grander 
plan to all of this. I would like to say there's a, a grander, it's not like just about that situation it, it, or experience. There's something grander. Um, and we have to remember that we are all, right? We were all, we are part of all of it. And once we take that approach, uh, I feel like it becomes easier than, you know, I'm small, there's this person and we're so tiny, but once we're all one, then it kind of makes it easier to move forward. Wonderful. Well, uh, I really appreciate you talking to us today about this and I would love for everybody to be able to get in touch with you. Sure. They can follow me on Instagram, which is Catherine Mejias. And I also have a website, which is born-for-more.com. I also have a book called Born for More, Connect Your Inner Goddess and Live Your Best Life. I offer one-on-one -on -one sessions and my Born for More all-access program. Um, and if anyone has any questions, they can reach out to me and I'd be happy to have a chat about, uh, what I do in more details. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. I, I of course want to remind everybody listening today that you can go to donnalyn.blog and get the guide to becoming unbreakable, which will also give you framework and, uh, tools to be able to right now, today, change your relationship with any of those emotions that are not in the direction you want to go. You feel small, you feel uh, anxious, you feel like it's just too much work. I don't want to do it. It's too hard. All of those are dealt with in there in addition to, of course, depression and sadness and other um, anger, other emotions that are quite a bit larger. So. Grab that at donnalyn.blog and I'll see you next time.